As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels in 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is going on, Angel fans? This is Dan Garcia from the All Angels Podcast. Uh, putting out another special interview podcast. This one with, was pretty cool because we got to talk to the number one first-round draft pick of the Angels this year in the 2019 draft, Will Wilson. Um, for people that don't know, came out of North Carolina State. We talked a little bit about that. We talked about his position change a little bit um, in the interview, but it was really cool to be able to chat with him a little bit over the phone during the week. And now that, that uh, his season is over and kind of what he's up to in the offseason, you know, hopefully – Big things are in store for him as the overall depth of this team through the Myers has improved, and hopefully he can be a, you know, a, a part of that. But before we get to that, I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm playing when I'm putting money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a match a matchup, and sometimes I just feel better on my team because, well, they're my team. Regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play. For the first time, my bookie is the best bet for this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favors this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. With pro football, college football, and MLB playoffs in full swing, and hockey and basketball just around the corner, now is the time to get off the sidelines and get into the action. If you're ready, if you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the special offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. So you put in 100 bucks, they'll give you an extra 100 uh, to play with just visit mybookie.ag today you play you win you get paid so again here's my interview with angels first round draft pick in the 2019 year will wilson the next guest on the all angels podcast is the number uh number one number first round pick for the angels in the 2019 draft at the 15th overall will wilson how you doing good i hope you are. i appreciate you having me on here no, thank you very much for taking the time out. Um, you played a half a season with Orem, and already the end of the year prospect rankings have come out, and you popped up on the Angels uh, list at number four. Um, 
when you see that, what do you think? Um, I mean, going through your first year is kind of a learning curve. I mean, you come from college, it's, a, it's definitely a different kind of game. You get to play every day. And, um, I mean, just being honored to, to be on the prospect list, especially as high as I am, it's just a, it's an honor to take. And um, it's it's something you got to take with a grain of salt. You got to keep working. I mean, obviously, I'm not to the point where I want to be yet. You got to keep working, like I said, and keep grinding and get to the top. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely an honor, but it's something you got to take and keep working. Yeah, you know, like you said, number four prospect list, only played uh, 46 games with Orem. Um, and then you had a little injury setback. How are you doing? How's the recovery going? Um, it's going good. So I actually had a little setback early in the season, too. I sprained my left thumb the first game of the season with Orem. Missed two weeks there. So getting adjusted, just learning everything, going through the rehab process there helped a little bit. And then uh, getting to play, had some ups and downs, learned through the process. But then I broke my thumb with two weeks left in the season. So it's it's back to normal. I've been out in Arizona rehab and got cleared on Friday to come home. So um, it's good. I finally started my off season. Um, I'm back home now. So the rehab went really well. And now we're just getting, getting some downtime, getting away from the game a little bit. And then we're going to start back up here pretty soon. What is your uh, – what do you do to kind of get away from the game, to kind of decompress and to kind of relax when you're not playing it in the offseason? Um, so I like to play golf with my dad my grandpa. I also like to hunt and fish. But I'm engaged, so I'm actually hanging out with my fiance up in New Hampshire. She goes to Dartmouth College. She's a, she's an Ivy Leaguer. So just spend some time with her, spend some time with family and friends who I haven't got to see for a while. And um, – just kind of decompress and hang out and just relax a little bit. Congratulations on that engagement. I was recently married, going to be a week or going to be a year next week. So I know how that can start. Um, that planning can be a little hectic at times. So, but congratulations yeah. with that. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, so, you know, you, you talk about golfing. I'm a big golfer. How often do you get to go out during the off season? Are you a kind of a weekend warrior or do you try to take, you know, as much uh, rounds as possible? Um, so actually, with college, you don't really get much of an off season. So golfing isn't really part of the college atmosphere. So getting into pro ball, you actually have more of an off season now, and the weather's beautiful out here now. So I'm actually going to start playing a lot more. I kind of played once every couple months when I was in college, and now I think I'm going to start playing at least twice a week because we live near a country club. So that'll be nice to get out there and play. My dad actually played in college, so just getting to spend some time with him and out there on the course, it'll be fun. I know the Inland Empire 66ers, the, the high A affiliate of the Angels, has a really good golf tournament at the end of every year, so hopefully you'll be up there and I can uh, see you swing a club uh, next year. Um, yeah. Going back to, to, to uh, Orem, you kind of split time between shortstop and second base. When you got drafted, was that kind of the, the idea, or was that something they – brought on once you got to Orem? Um, so in college, I actually played my freshman entire freshman year at second base and then moved to shortstop for a sophomore and junior year. So, I mean, I, I was comfortable with the positions, and obviously they want you to be able to play everywhere because, I mean, the more you can play comfortably, the, the quicker you can get to the big leagues wherever they need you. So I think it coming in, they want me to progress as a shortstop. They also want me to learn how to – play comfortably at every other position so they said maybe work some third base here in the year next year and get some second some shortstop and split time with jeremiah jackson's obviously a, an amazing player he got a great year at Oregon. he's a top prospect for the angels too so 
getting to learn through him. He's been in football all year longer than I have. So just talking to him and splitting time there was just, I mean, I mean it was a good thing for both of us. So it was, it was really nice. Yeah, talk about Jeremiah Jackson. Had this huge power surge throughout the year. How cool was that to watch him take at bats? And it almost felt like every time he's at bat, he's hitting the ball hard and it's going over the fence. Yeah, I mean, coming in, you, you look at him, he's a very athletic-looking guy. And, I mean, obviously he's got sneaky power, but once once he started hitting a lot of home runs, it wasn't as sneaky as people assumed it was. I mean, it was kind of very consistent throughout the year, so it was impressive to watch him just take BP on a regular basis. One of the things I saw about look, you know, looking up uh, yourself, undrafted out of high school and, and then becomes the 15th round or 15th overall pick in the, in the MLB draft, when you – graduated high school and you decided to go to uh, North Carolina State, did that even kind of come to your mind of being a first-round pick after your junior year? Um, I mean, I always – I kind of got groomed from a young age. So to my, my best tool was to, to hit. Like, I grew up just learning how to hit. My grandpa played uh, baseball at Erskine and, and played with the Washington Senators for a little bit. So he kind of groomed me up, and I just learned to hit and hit and hit, and I did that all the time. And, I had a really good career in high school, and I mean, it kind of surprised me I didn't get many looks out of high school at all, but I came from a small town where not many people came out of, so I got a great opportunity to go play at HCC school, and I think I just made the most out of that opportunity, and the coaching staff really helped me um, polish my game up to where it needed to be, and I mean, the more consistent you are with hitting, the, the higher you're going to get picked, so I think me being consistent hitting-wise throughout my entire college career kind of helped me get to the point where I was, but I mean... It didn't really surprise me. I, I put a lot of work in. I was I was always a, a big work ethic guy, and, and the people who work the hardest are going to make it to the top quickest. So I think my hard work paid off there, and I hope it's going to pay off pretty soon making it to the big leagues. Yeah, it was great to see uh, that story, just undrafted, keeps on grinding, and then ends up going in the first round. Your draft day, um, you know, MLB Network has the whole first round. There's a lot of buzz going around. Uh Saw you do the interview, you know, after you got drafted. But what was that day leading up, you know, before the actually draft started? How was that day for you? Um, I mean, it was a it was a very surreal moment. You talk to your agent throughout the process, and he kind of keeps you involved. And I mean, we had ended up just losing our regional, so it was kind of disappointing there. But um, at the same time, it's a it's a surreal moment when you know the the first round's coming up, and you potentially have the opportunity to pick there. So. I mean, it's pretty awesome to go through. And then my whole team and coaching staff and family and friends came to Raleigh, and we always got to hang out and eat some food and watch the first round of the draft. And then you get to hear your name called, and it, it feels like a moment that's, that's, you're, you feel like you're dreaming the whole time. And then, and then it finally happens, and it's, it's an amazing time. You know, that's a, kind of the weird thing about the MLB draft compared to, like, the NFL or the NBA draft is that a lot of these collegi- collegiate players – their, their season's still going on. When you know the draft's coming up and you're going to be, you know, drafted pretty high, you're still in the season. Is that how does that weigh on your mind during a game? Like, like you said, like at a regional or even maybe at a super regional down the line or something like that. Does that weigh at all while you're while you're playing the game? Um, for me, no. I mean, I'm very relaxed and, and laid back, and my agent did a really good job of trying to keep me in the loop and not putting too much pressure on me and. Our coaching staff also does a great job. You go through the, the meetings in the fall with all the scouts, and they do a good job of trying to keep the draft and, and college baseball separated so you can go out there and play and not have to worry about the draft. And 
just know that if you keep playing well, it's going to happen. And if you don't, you just have to keep playing well for, for everything to come come true that you want to. So it doesn't really weigh on you, but it's it's a fun time. I will say that. It's a great time. And as long as it's not overwhelming you, you, you have the opportunity to do what you want to do. So another thing I like to ask a lot of the, the, the players we have on the podcast is baseball's known baseball players are known for their superstitions. Do you have any particular superstition, whether it's, you know, a certain bat, a certain kind of, you know, batting gloves before game meal or anything like that? Um, I'm not – I'm very routine-oriented. So once I get in the clubhouse, I go through a strict routine. And I wouldn't say I'm very superstitious, but the batting glove type feel, like if I'm if I'm feeling good or feeling hot at the moment, I like to keep the same pair of batting gloves. And, and if they're not working out, I like to change that and change the bat around. But I'm not – huge into doing the same superstitions. I like just having a similar routine when I go in so I know what to expect and feel good and feel confident every day I go out to play. So then another one too, uh, walk-up song. What's your walk-up song and why? Um, So I'm a big country guy. I grew up in kind of the backwoods of North Carolina. So I I like I like hip-hop. It, it kind of gets you going. But I used, in college, I used uh, Brooks and Dunn, Brand New Man. They actually rebooted their album, so they came out with like a more upbeat version of it, and it kind of hit me, and I just liked it ever since the first time I heard it. So I used that, and then for more of a hip hop, I used "Live Your Life" by Ti. It kind of gets the the blood pumping a little bit better, you know, just a little switch up from the country music. No, I, my wife is a big country fan, so I know all about about that stuff. Um, I actually just went to go see Florida Georgia Line and Dan and Shay. Like uh, two weeks ago, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Now, so when you're on the road and you have time to kill either between games or like on your way to a game, what what is your go-to the far to, to kill some of that time? Um. So I actually this summer I actually graduated in three years, so I had a class, an online class I had to finish up, so that kind of killed some time for me. But I also like to read. Um. I grew up in North Carolina, so it's like Southern Baptist. I'm a big Christian. I, I'm uh, very faith-oriented, so I like to read and do my devotions. That kind of kills a lot of time in the mornings for you because that's your downtime is the mornings and early afternoons. Um, and also just going out to eat with some of the guys after the game, just hanging out and getting to know everybody. So funniest teammate you've had at Orem? Funniest? Um, I got to say David Carlson. He put a smile on everybody's face when he walked in the locker room. What about uh, best dressed? Someone that always seems to have the newer shoes, the newer, uh, newest clothes, or anything like that. Uh, Darian Williams. He walked it. I mean, he had a new outfit every day. It was impressive. He looked good every time he walked in. So, as myself and my co-host on the podcast, we, we like to collect uh, signed memorabilia, bobbleheads, anything like that. Do you collect anything now, or even maybe as a kid growing up? Sports or non-sports related. Um, so I, I- I was a big uh, baseball card collector when I was younger, and then my mom's a teacher, and she has a really a really good family friend of ours who's a, a younger kid, so I kind of pass my collection on to him, and he, he keeps it going for me. I get to see him when I get home, so it's pretty cool to see all the cards I've collected and the ones that he gets, and we kind of put them all together, and we probably have over 5,000 cards now, and ranging back from the old days into, into new retro cards that they're coming out with that are signed nowadays, so it's pretty cool to see that come together. So off season, what is the goal for you? Is there certain 
Is there a certain, you know, uh, fielding, batting? Is there something that you really want to work on this offseason to get ready for spring training coming up? Um, I think the biggest thing for me this offseason is just get my body prepared to play at least 140 games coming into a, a full minor league season. I mean, it's different, like I said, from college. You play every day um, in, in minor leagues. You get, you get sporadic off days here and there, but just getting my lower half ready to play and be consistent throughout the 140 games. I mean, I'm going to go in and work defensively and offensively on things that I need to get better at, but my main focus is to just get my body prepared, put some weight on, get ready to go, get a little faster, get some get stronger, so so everything comes together in the, in the season. And then this will be the last question. I'll let you go on this, and thank you very much, Will, for, for your time. Um, but I'd like to ask these guys, um, best advice you've gotten baseball-related? It can be from a coach, family member, uh, teammate, anything that you've had uh, – going through your baseball journey? Um, my grandpa always told me, like, like it's very cliche, but to play like it's your last day, you never know, especially coming into pro ball, you never know when it's going to be your last day. You can, I mean, anything can happen in this world. So just go out there and, and play hard and be, be the blue-collar person I've always been. Just work hard, never let anybody out, out uh, work you. So big competitor, big, big work ethic guy, but just go out there and play like it's your last day. Awesome. Thank you very much, Will, for your time. Um, good luck uh, this off season. Good luck. See you in Tempe. And, and definitely congratulations again on the engagement. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And that was my interview with Will Wilson. I want to thank him again for taking time out and chatting with me a little bit earlier this week. And congratulations again on his engagement. Um, you know, all season going on right now. Playoff baseball is really awesome to watch. But as for us, um, you know, getting me and Johnny in the same spot might be uh, once a month, maybe once every couple, uh, twice a month, depending on the news. Uh, but until then, we will try to continue to get some of these uh, interview podcasts out um, as much as possible. So we are kind of still in the flow of things. But um, thanks for everyone for the support after this year of uh, the All Angels podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter to find out the next time we will be um, either doing like a live stream or um, coming out with a regular pod. And that's Halo underscore Haven on both. So again, Twitter and Instagram, Halo underscore Haven. Um, Thanks again for all the support. We'll be back probably at the end of the playoffs when free agency starts really heating up. And, you know, if a certain manager signs before then, we could have a surprise podcast for that too. So, 
until then, um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you later. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.